Hot seat driving at it. Hot seat going up the best in the middle and grabbed the lead at one. Hot seat by a long head to either vintage quarter. And Remus is coming back. Coming back really well on the inside. They hit it a bobber. Maybe Loremus just from under the eyeball. Big welcome. Fourth, not first. Wednesday night. And a massive hello to Ashley McKnight. He's got his Tigers Jimmy Jams back on. He's dug them out of the bottom drawer. Uh, a victory. He's got a smile on his face. He's a horse trainer, a farrier, all-round good guy. And I believe we need to add Toilet Breaker to uh, the list of uh, your repertoire. Um, How are you, Ashley? Um, I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm good. I think that might be a false claim, Toilet Breaker. Um, I don't believe that was I can only was go me. with the mail I get, mate. I can only go with yeah. the mail I get. Yeah, well, look, you like fake news, so... Um, I, well, I, I'm not on Facebook. I'm not on Twitter. All I get is I get my... It's direct from the source. The person whose toilet was broken happened to be sending me an email and said, by the way, Ash might have broken <laughs> our toilet. No, no, someone else had uh, done a good job of that, I'd say. Oh, and that, of best. course, is our co-executive producer and Ash's mum, Judy. Just, just <laughs> drop me a line to let me know. That Ash did, she, oh, did, she drop wow. you, did she drop you a line to say that the toilet now is fixed? <laughs> no, but I'm glad no. to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> All is... Well, in the downstairs toilet department. <laughs> that sounds like a euphemism. All right. And, uh, of course, as always, we've got with us uh, the owner-operator of Healy Bloodstock and a good guy as well. Uh, still trades under his wife's name on, on Zoom, but we'll forgive him that. Russell Healy, how are you? I'm doing good, Richo. Um, I thought Ash must have been riding a porcelain bus or something to break the toilet. But... <laughs> <laughs> then when you said it was Judy, so I thought, oh, that's a bit weird. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's done weirder things. but uh... Imagine that, getting getting hammered and then stumbling down to mum's place to vomit. <laughs> 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 Just to keep your own house. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. No, I wouldn't put it past me either. <laughs> So what has been happening down the farm other than breaking toilets, Ash? Um, well, it just seems that that's the theme for the week, Richo, just broken stuff. I just seem to be constantly having to fix stuff at the moment. I don't know. Well, what like? Oh, well, all plumbing related, actually. Um, you know, water troughs, bloody, you know, whole drinker systems in stables, pumps, and it's all sort of very much uh, plumbing related this week. It's um, the frosts. It, gets, it, it, it makes the gaskets bristle. Yeah, the, blow. Uh, the frost. We had a little bit of a frost this morning, actually, um, but it's really still quite wet here at the farm. Um, some pretty damp weather. Keeps raining. Uh, Is that the wettest you've had it for a few years? It's funny. I would say we've had it wetter in volume of rain, but it's just muddy and wet. It just doesn't seem to go anywhere. Um, we don't see so much the 
We used to see the runoff and the creeks run and all that sort of stuff. They would they'd start running and they'd run for, you know, two or three months, you know, once it got wet like this. But that doesn't seem to happen anymore for whatever reason, whether it's water tables, you know, maybe the water's been diverted in places higher up the, the stream sort of thing. Uh, so that, yeah, it doesn't happen anywhere near like it used to when I was a kid, but... Um, it's just wet and muddy and miserable. It's, it makes it really, really difficult to do stuff. But uh, we'll soldier on. Um, horses are ticking along. We've increased the numbers. We're up to a dozen in work. Um, we've got uh, some two-year-old fillies back in. Got a few of the breakers. We've also got... San Marino has come in to start work. Uh, Russell will be excited about that. New addition to the stable. Um, yeah. And just as for our racing ones, we're just in a holding pattern still. We're going to, um, we're going to whip them around in the trials on Friday, uh, get a gallop into them, and then um, have a week of no racing. Can't go anywhere. Try and find somewhere after that. Uh, that's sort of that's about us really. It's all just mundane. Yeah. Trying to get some jobs done on. next week. Yeah, not due to COVID. I was just off. Yeah, yeah. Just, just some just rest. Some really smart person thought it was a good idea for in, industry participants to have a week off. Nobody has a week off. Horses still work, get fed. Everyone has to go because after the five days of no racing, there's racing again. So they're all going to be ready. So whoever it was that thought this great idea up, you can get in the seat. You're right. I think five days is ridiculous, but it, it does make me laugh because, uh, you know, I, I read a lot of racing Twitter and, uh, Earlier in the year when they floated the idea of racing on Good Friday in Victoria, oh, my God, that's the one day of the year we get off. There's racing every other day. Can't take my one day a year off. <laughs> and then they give them five days of no racing, and then they're like, oh, my God, there's no racing. What am I going to do? How am I going to race my horse? And I was like, oh, my God. It's the same people. Uh, I have no interest in it, uh, no vested interest in it because I don't have to work full stop <laughs> i go and watch and whatever but it just cracks me up that, yeah you can't make people happy these days but i do think five days no, there's no point trying to please everybody no, it's, <laughs> it's impossible <laughs> anyway. but it is ridiculous when you're 58 raider can't get a run in 58 a last start 58 Grade winner yes. can't get a race in a fifty-eight. The whole yep. system's broken at the moment, and yeah. Anyway, and that's going to be worse for for a week off too, because that's you're right. going to have a whole glut of horses wanting to run. So this this tells the story. Um, Horsham trials got shifted to Ballarat Poly Track tomorrow. There's also Poly Track jump outs. Friday, which was scheduled. 
those two days will have over 200 horses trial because they have to try and fill that, that void for the week off, try and get, get that work into them, keep them up to the mark. So then they're all going to go to the races somewhere. Um, there's a, what, a hundred and something like what, 160 entries at Pakenham or something tomorrow? Cranbourne, 10 race cards. 10 races. Cranbourne. Um, horse, there was 50 horses balloted from a meeting a couple of days ago. It's completely ridiculous. Completely. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's about the worst time of the year to do it too because a lot of horses are coming in and starting their spring preps. Well, most of them would be well and truly into it. Uh, um, the first group one's just around the corner. so It's, it's madness. I, like mm. I, The concept is not bad, but I just don't think they talk to anyone or the right people about it. No, they don't care. No. Same as they do with programming, the same as they did with the ratings-based racing, um, you know, the same as they did with prize money, same as they did with pop-up races, same just goes on forever. They don't they don't actually talk to anyone who matters. They just do what they want. So anyway, don't think that'll ever change. Um, yeah. We'll crack on. Crack on. Crack on, we will. Let's get over to the weekend racing review. Thanks to Healy Bloodstock, where procrastination becomes a realisation. I have actually done a little bit of prep for today. It won't yeah, be long. It won't be long, but it, there was a little bit of prep. Quality, not quantity. There were a couple of runs that caught my eye on the weekend. Um... I'm Thunderstruck, formerly known as Thunderstruck. He uh, ran a good time, put a big margin on him, has a bit of upside. He'll be a group horse. And shooting for gold at Eagle Farm, got held up a bit in the straight, but it's just way too good for classics company up there. Um, very short, but he was pretty impressive, did it pretty easy. And a horse to follow. Uh, out of Randwick, hand spun. He was held up, I would say, the majority of the straight. And I don't even know how it's possible, but he still ran the best last 600 metres of the day at Randwick there on Saturday. So first up, he ran third. He will win very soon, if not next up. That's it. Nice one, short and sharp. Now, speaking of uh, races, I actually had one that caught my eye. Um, it happened to be at Eagle Farm uh, on Saturday. I think it was race nine, a horse called Fisticuffs. Yeah. That one caught my eye. Did that catch your eye, Ash? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. it did catch my eye. Um, a corner of my eye. It just catch, caught the corner of my eye. It wasn't in the main view of my eye line. Oh, I'll tell you what, it was uh, It was nowhere. Like You had to wait until the, most of the field was well past the post to my eyes because uh, 
Our good friend Russell, he stuffed the multi. <laughs> <laughs> he did. I did. It so, was uh... horrid. Uh, <laughs> I'm just so glad that I didn't. I wasn't the first one to fuck it. Um, <laughs> thanks, Ash. Well, well, as I explained last week, week, mine wasn't a real one. No, yours was a real. Whatever you want to tell yourself, but I'll um, tell you what, we, we've we've really stuffed the multi now. That's two weeks in a row we've had someone, <laughs> and uh, as avid listeners will know, it's the three of us plus Dobbin and Forty, and we uh, we changed the rules a couple of months ago to say that uh, it was getting a bit silly. Uh, we pick a horse each, got to be running on the Australian Saturday, and we were getting really short, just trying to hit the multi because we weren't very good at hitting it. And we said, no, 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 it's got to be at least a two dollar place. And I tell you what, on the weekend. I was umming and oaring and uh, finally chose Sweet Thomas, who did sweetly and uh, came in for a nice little place. 40 at Randwick. He's in some fine form and uh, just field. Definitely came in for a place. The Genzai, Genzai the Wolf at Eagle Farm. Dolphin just opened us up early nicely. And uh, Ashford could smell uh, stuffing his second multi in a, in a, in a row. And uh, he, he sent there, out the a text. Fear. His horse ran at about uh, uh, just a tick before uh, 10 to 5, but about 4 o'clock he started sending messages on the WhatsApp saying, oh, oh I, don't, I don't like no, I don't like my horse. No, I don't have a lot of confidence. And uh, to be honest, I, I was very close to responding, why the fuck did you pick it? Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway... Seeners or signers, anyway, the Express was an Express and came in and won. And uh, unfortunately, our main man, who usually looks after us with the multi, uh, just just a stuffer, absolute stuffer. So I'm a little bit shattered, actually, because London Banker was going to be my – I was – jumped in the spreadsheet. I started typing in London Banker, and then I had to look at the bragging rights and see that um, – the dolphin had already put it in as a bragging rights oh. tip, and it ran second. Oh, You're blaming the dolphin for your no, multi. it's not his Look fault. It was my fault because <laughs> I took too long. But ah, uh, shit. Sure. Dolphin was in early. I tell you what, I um, he he he's been early the last few weeks. He must be uh, must be a little toey. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it was, uh, yeah, so unfortunately, the multi did um, elude us again and then just going over to the bragging right, same five blokes, two more horses each, and we assume a $5 each way bet, and uh, this is a head-to-head. I chose mine both based on names with Hasseltoff and Bundy and Coke, and they did nothing. Uh, Ashford as well, don't tell the boss, and Daphne Jean, there's nothing there. Rusty. Well, looked after himself with hand spun, one to watch. Uh, but, yeah, got, got a nice little $12.25 return. Uh, Dolphin with the London banker that Rusty mentioned, the $11 place with, for his place. But no one can catch 40 at the moment. He is just seeing it like a watermelon and knocking it out the park. Again, he's got the, well, last week he, all but got the uh, individual win multi. We had the uh, we had the controversy of uh, uh, the the race being called off, abandoned. But he still got a, got his money, which we would have if uh, Ash had come in. But uh, we won't talk about that again. But 
This week, he's got the individual place multi and he's taken out the bragging rights again. He He's going to need to, like a, a little while ago, I don't know if you remember this, boys, but uh, he sent us a message with a photo of a little uh, shelf he'd built in the wardrobe for all his cowboy hats. And I think he's going to need to build another shelf for his trumpets because he's taking out the bragging right, left, right, yes. and centre. I don't know. Four in a row. Been on fire. Yeah. Just trying to figure out what that individual place multi would have paid. It would have been about $21 or something. Tidy little nice. collect. Tidy yeah. little collect. But, but you know what? When you put the pressure on, it's a different story. Oh. Because I sent out a message today. I had a free $25 throw at stumps today. And um, he fired through through the tip. He did very Donuts. quickly. Donuts. 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 Ran second. It was a $2 pop too. Yeah. Yep. Second does nothing for me, Rusty. I've, apart from, apart from got, I put 25 back in my account. Got your money back. But, um, yeah, come on. It'd be better to get the win. So, I put fifty uh, on it. I didn't have anybody bet money of free bets going. So anyway, uh, you didn't get the Ladbrokes um, free pin today. I got it last week. Uh, yeah, I got one last week as well. Yeah. I think they just randomly send them. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, actually, if worry. anyone, uh, if anyone's got a like a, a moral. Send it through to the Twitter because I've got a $200 bonus bet because of sports bets outage on Saturday night. And I'm trying to find somewhere to put it. <laughs> ah, Tigers. Get on the Tigers beach along. No. You said that last week about Brisbane, $3. I, e- I know. Easy filler. Told you. I know, Told but you. Dusty's out. It's only one man. One man don't make a team. It's not what you said two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> not what I said then, Richo. It's what I'm saying now. So shall we roll in to... Did you see that? Yes. Yep. Did we see anything this week? I've got a list. Did- well, well, we actually we quickly right. spoke about this, Richo, didn't we? Um, Brisbane acquired the 2032 Olympics. And your yeah. response was? Who gives a shit? That's right. Move <laughs> on. Next. I thought that uh, might be a bit early for Addy to play golf at the Olympics. I thought that should be. Well, why she, well the way she's going today... Uh, she's now a um, YouTube instructor gymnast. Oh, what? She's got a link? doing videos for YouTube. Uh, no, it's not up yet. Um, <laughs> for uh, gymnastics in lockdown. Yeah, How to practice your gymnastics it. in lockdown. So, uh, yeah. And there's another, there's another little... Uh, Little man who has got his uh, YouTube channel up and running, uh, one Grady English, and you want to check that one out. Uh, if I find the link, I'll send it. But uh, jump on Grady's YouTube and check out his. Uh, his has he just YouTube. put up a video of his dad uh, stacking on a mountain bike or something? Or? 
No, no, no. It's very good. Very good indeed. Very informative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look forward to it. Bit of grading. Now, now, just before we get to Russell's list, while we're on the Olympics, uh, don't know the dude's name, but uh, the equestrian bloke who got sent home for snorting cocaine. Well, it was in his system. No, I'm sure sure someone spiked his, uh, spiked his drink. Is that how Andrew Hoy got to so many Olympics? No, it was Jason, someone. It's hilarious because I read a quote that said, oh, it's not from my equestrian events. It's from a one-off social event where I took cocaine. <laughs> Who gives a shit where you did it, dude? Mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not ex- an excuse. Oh, anyway. Mm. That was silly. Yeah. And then uh, just, just again on the Olympic, you, you got to have fun with the Olympics when it's a year late and shouldn't be running anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. A handful of Polish swimmers got sent home because of an administrative error. They sent too many. So they had to <laughs> turn around and go home. <laughs> what? Was it? Uh, well, so, yeah, the, 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 the Polish swim team was too big. They stuffed up. Sent too many people, so five people who were looking forward to competing in the Olympics just had to turn around and go oh, back to. They were just going to. They were going to Eddie the Eddie the Eel, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> on the Olympics, still, did anyone see? I can't quite remember the country, but it, Poland for some reason came to mind. But it was either Germany or Netherlands or somewhere in the volleyball. Um, refused to wear the bikini bottoms. Well, just went nude in the in the uh, <laughs> beach volleyball. Apparently, um, men so or women? Women. So what did the they wear? Oh, basically just I don't know bike shorts. I suppose. <laughs> like that's okay. Just shorts um, and. Uh, the IOC said if they were to take the field in the non-appropriate uniform, that they risk being fined. Okay. But they're prepared to take the fine so they don't have to wear the bikini bottoms. It's, it amazes me that... Yeah, the Risen Beach Volleyballs. <laughs> You could compete in a sport for long enough to get good enough to go to the Olympics and then decide you don't like the uniform. It's yeah. an interesting one. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Anyway, maybe their shorts are covering up something else. I don't know. Still on the well, Olympics. How are the um, the no-sex beds? <laughs> the cardboard box beds? <laughs> <laughs> Now, is it just me? I noticed there was videos of some guys jumping up and down on the bed, but that guy looked fit and he would have broken the bed. I would have broken the bed. But but if I was there, I'm pretty sure all I would do is just drag the mattress and put it on the ground for a start. <laughs> like, why, why, why do you need to be, you know, like, Three feet off the air, off the ground. (laughs) And it's interesting that you know on the on the cardboard box beds that they 
they want athletes to perform at their best, yet they put them in the worst accommodation they could possibly think of. It's challenging. Yeah. Mm. Definitely challenging. I don't um, know. I don't understand it. You're not their mothers or fathers. If they want to have sex, let them have sex. Who gives a shit? Why is it our business? Go for it. Yeah. Go for it. Oh, God. Once you get that close, you've, 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 if you've got COVID, you've got COVID. Exactly. Right. Not 1.5. Jeez. No. And they have to drape their own medals around their neck. Is that the, the rule? I think it is. I think it is. Uh, why don't, why don't they just send them all out to a market, buy their own gold medal? Everybody gets a gold medal. Go home. Let's forget about it. <laughs> yeah. It's just not common. Yeah. Okay. Anyone see anything unrelated to the Olympics? Yeah, I got a lot. Rusty's got a list. Actually, it's all racing related. Good. Beautiful. I'm going to start with something we missed last week, which was um, Funstar set a horsey eBay record, worldwide horsey eBay record, selling for two point seven million dollars online. Uh, that, well done, Ash. So. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that sale closed on Wednesday or Thursday. I don't like being beaten, Richard. I have to win. I don't remember what day, but but anyway, on Friday after that sale finished, uh, her half brother, West Wing, ran last on debut in a Mackay Maiden. Ooh. It's amazing how, um, yeah, different. The careers can be for half siblings. Um, Do you see the French race that got called off midway through? Staying race, they let them go, they ran a lap, they got back to the barriers, they couldn't get the barriers out of the way, so they had to call the race off. Oh, Jesus. Um. Uh, I'll start, I'll go to the whip rule in the US. So I think it's New Jersey, wherever the Haskell was run. Million-dollar race in the US. Um, three horses battling down the straight. Oh, I can't remember the horse that went down. Horse kind of, kind of dropping off. So Hot Rod Charlie and Mandaloon kind of paired off, but this horse was in the in the battle, but he kind of dropped back. And Hot Rod Charlie come in on him, and they clip, he clipped heels. The horse behind went down. Hot Rod Charlie went on to win the race. Um, they were kind of veering all over the shop in the straight. And um, Hot Rod Charlie, there was an inquiry. They don't call them a protest over there. It's an inquiry. And Hot Rod Charlie lost the race. And his jockey, Flavian Pratt, he... Blamed the fact that he couldn't use his whip because wherever they were in New Jersey or whatever, you're not allowed to strike the horse with your whip. So he said he couldn't control the horse and stop it from running in on the other horse. Uh, he said all he needed was the whip to change hands into his left hand, give it a slap, and he would have been able to straighten it up. And it caused another jockey to fall. And he lost a Group 1 million-dollar race. And he blown the whip, which I find really interesting and really does need to be a consideration when they discuss this crappy taking the whip rule. 
the whip out of racing. Uh, and the last one is one of my pets. The new race in New South Wales, the Invitation. Mm. $2 million, 1,400-metre race for fillies and mares where you get invited by a, I assume they're all Sky Channel TV presenter. They pick the field. What a load of shit. And there's actually two other two yeah. other races got bumped up to a million bucks in that spring period. But the invitation's a ridiculous race. Uh, I don't mind them trying things, whatever. I actually don't care about the invitation. It's, it's an attempt. But these other races, the Hill Stakes is a million dollars now, run on the same day as the Turnbull Stakes. Temple Stakes in Victoria worth 750000 It's a group one. Hill Stakes is a group two now worth a million dollars. And what people don't realise, and I really wish more people would understand the fact that this is not good for racing, particularly for racing in New South Wales, because the prize money comes from punters. Every time there's a million-dollar race on the card in New South Wales, instead of a 3% race fee, race fields fee being charged to betting providers, it goes up to 3.5%. And that half a percent gets taken out of what's returned to the punter when they punt on that day. So that means you've got less punting returns so that some wealthy owner... Well, there'd be some good good stories, but majority wealthy owner or syndication company or whatever can run for this big money. It does not – it's a Ponzi scheme at this stage, the way uh, they've got it set up in New South Wales. They keep milking the punter and upping the costs for the providers, then the whole thing will break and punters will go and bet on everything else apart from race or the horse racing. And I really, I'm really, and I know people think Peter Volandis is Jesus incarnate or some shit, but he is a dead set moron, short-sighted moron. But other people love him, so... There you go. A rant for the day. Whack. Another rant. There's a whack. We had a good whack. whack. That's a good whack. I just wish people realised what was actually going on rather than, oh, well done, prize money's great. It's not. Yeah, it's not because if they're going to do a, if they're going to be selective, you can guarantee that they're not picking Joe Blow's horse to go in it. Exactly right. All right, they're picking. There's twelve, twelve spots, I presume. People who don't get it, Yeah, six are Chris Wallers, two are Gay Waterhouses. Oh, it'll be worse than that. Yeah. It'll be worse yeah. than that. They'll be picking arrow like John Massara's horses and these big guys who will, you know, yeah. give them lavish nights out it's, and because it's a Phillies race, isn't it, Russ? Yeah. Hmm. Well, why don't we just lobby to rename it the Ponzi Stakes? 
It'd be more appropriate. Uh, racing is destroying itself from inside at the moment. Like, Victoria aren't set up like that. Victoria can have as many million-dollar races and they don't take from the punter the same way. They don't increase fees. They have increased <laughs> the point of consumption tax this year. That's where the recent um, prize money increases in Victoria come from, from 8% to 10%. And that's still relatively low compared to other states. But it doesn't matter how many million-dollar races you have on the card in Victoria. It's not not more revenue to the uh, government or uh, this one actually goes to Racing New South Wales. It's not a point of consumption tax. It's a fee. So... So and other states, it's just New South Wales, and oh, it just blows my mind. Like everyone says, he's, it, now they're seeing him ruin rugby league, <laughs> and I think people are starting to twig that maybe he isn't as good as anyway. I just yeah, that's no, just don't like, and I'll keep banging well, on about it as long as he keeps adding new well, million dollar races. Well, the fatter getting fatter, rusted. That's not going to change. Uh. It's actually interesting. Someone shared on Twitter, and I won't read it out. I will share it with you guys, about how in 1994, some guy in the wrote a, a letter to the paper warning about the AJC election, board election coming up. There were two guys standing for president. One was a racing guy. <laughs> this is going to sound really bad. The other was John Massara. And the guy said that if you let John Massara, it's like letting the fox into the hen house. And and it, it, it was prophetic. It was 1994. It actually just told the story about increases in prize money and and how the the fat cats will get exactly what you said. Fatter and everyone else is starving in the street, and that's exactly what's what's been happening. Syndicate. He actually said all about the syndication companies back in '94. Uh, it was just, it was pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, how accurate it was. Let's roll on. Chat about the footy. Now you've got the pajamas on. Happy with the Tigers last week. You did put the call out and tell us best three dollars twenty five you're ever going to get, boys, and we all went again. And uh, but. <laughs> Who was right? <laughs> you were correct. Yeah. That's, that's exactly um, how it went. Look, I don't know if you watched the game or not, but it was really good game football. Really good. Um, and the Tigers of old were back, which was even better. Um, unfortunately, we've lost our man. He won't oh, play well, he's for only the rest one of the season. In, uh, he is know, only one man. That's true. Team. Um, but that would be like, uh, you know, Melbourne not having Max Gorn, wouldn't it? Uh, yep. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Good point. No, no well, speaking um, of Melbourne, we saw the Melbourne evolved. Uh, <laughs> what's, what's going on? Uh, what's going on with the lay-down techniques? Oh, oh, to, uh, 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 why? Why? Why do you play? Well, you get against the shit bags and you just lay down. It's between the ears. It's between the ears, my friend. So it's just don't what turn it up. is, it, it's actually, it, it is, they don't turn up. So what it is, is I'd say a, a healthy mix of arrogance and complacency. Right? Yeah. And um, 
it's a little bit, you know, it's, it's quite worrying because it's, it's definitely a trend for the year and has been, it, it just does, it's a little bit of that Melbourne of old of it's just going to happen sort of thing. And mm. this week was even worse because 27 points up halfway through the second quarter, there's no excuses, right? And the problem against the non-eight sides has been uh, our starts usually. So it's almost like, oh, we've had a good start, so now we can put the queue in the rack and it'll just happen. But honestly, it is between the years. And uh, I tell you what, right now, we're playing the Western Bulldogs on the weekend. We are currently paying a dollar eighty or a dollar eighty-three, and the Western Bulldogs are paying two dollars. That is based on the fact that we have beaten top eight teams and we won last time. But I tell you what, that complacency could easily creep in to a top eight team where they go, "Oh, we rock up and we just beat top eight teams." And so, at two bucks, I reckon there, there's your uh, your bonus bit. Russell, no, I'm not double doing that. your money. I don't know about the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs, I don't know about them at all. I, I could agree with you to an extent, Richo. If you had a won that game, you know, snuck past Hawthorne, I could see that, but nah. Stinging from that. Points dropped. Well, I hope so. I hope so because it's, it, it is a worrying trend at the moment. It's, you can't turn it on and on like that. I, I thought I'd found the greatest same-game multi-plan ever. I had Melbourne to lead by nine and a half points after the first quarter, ten and a half points after the second, eleven and a half after the third, and twelve and a half after the fourth. And it all up, it was paying about twelve bucks. And I thought, oh, shit. I watched the first quarter, twenty points up. I said, this is money for jam. <laughs> And then I watched the second quarter and went, oh, fuck this, I'm turning it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, couldn't believe it. Actually, but I think yeah. I was, was I still in it at halftime. I think you would have been. I think I was still in it at halftime, but wasn't as confident <laughs> as I was. I thought I don't want to nah. watch it anymore. Oh, anyway. What is, what is so yeah, just, it, the, the cheese didn't taste as good <laughs> on the weekend. I'll tell you that much. Food is weird. But it's weird, but it's exciting and it's interesting because again, like, I'd rather this situation where you actually I tipped seven on the weekend, so I was pretty happy with myself. But um, yeah, I tipped seven too. I'd rather this situation where you don't know who's going to win and that sort of stuff than uh, than. The other way around, but yeah. uh, I, I do. I was talking to Ash about this the other day. At some point, like I know why the AFL is belligerently pushing forward with the season because they want the TV money. But hmm. when does the inequity, like the fact that Toby Green's not allowed to play for two weeks, the fact uh, what's what's his name from Western Bulldogs came back last week? from a shoulder oh, yeah. and can't play for yeah. two weeks. Like, at some point, the integrity has got to be questioned to say, well, hang on. Yes, you're still playing games. They're not in the right place. And half, half the people can't be selected because they've been to somewhere. It's, 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 not, about them, it's not about them wanting the money. They need it. They can't. I they get can't it. Especially after last it. year. They can't. But even, Richard, like we spoke about, 
on that those those players that can't play because they've been to exposure sites. Where, at what point, did the the team managers go? Hang on a minute. We need to protect our club, guys. It's probably not a good idea to go to the rugby. You know, you, you probably should stay home. You know, it's not a good idea to go to Young and Jackson for a for a few <laughs> brews. A cheeky halfway yeah. through the game. We had yeah. this conversation well, at golf, didn't we? It was almost a foregone conclusion, even though we felt like we were. Yeah, we doing whatever we wanted to do. It was almost a foregone conclusion that what was happening in Sydney was going to affect yeah. us. If yeah. if you if you yeah. if your teams have moved to Melbourne to do play games, yeah, ha- I agree with you. Ash. You have to be smarter about it all, and you don't want to lock so, people up. But so, you, no, but we're all locked up anyway. <laughs> well, I think through COVID pandemic yeah i think a lot of people have relied on the football for some sanity because that's the thing they've had to look forward to and fourth not first but yeah and fourth yeah fourth not first exactly um and now we've got the olympics so (laughs) wait. um but uh yeah the uh the rock climbing's gonna be um but seriously these guys have paid a lot of money to play football. They are entertainers and they have a duty of care to not only their club, but their supporters. Just run around willy-nilly doing what you want. It's... <laughs> oh, I can't agree with you. <laughs> Seriously, they didn't break any rules. They went to a freaking rugby match. And everyone thought sporting grounds were safe and this shit couldn't get, get caught like that. So, not, it's not like chain yourself to your house unless you are playing football to entertain us. Sounds more like, uh, was that movie Gladiator? Yeah. <laughs> Put him in the cage and then come out and fight in front of us. Are you not in that? Um, I, I, I get where you're coming from, Richard, but at the same time, Everyone who was watching football, where the particularly in Victoria, where the crowd sizes were reduced, was all saying jamming all those people into that small an area when you've got all those empty seats is ridiculous. And if you want to, like, if the COVID's going to spread, it's going to spread. You can't then turn around and say, "But sporting grounds are safe." That's why we had reduced size. Like I, I would say, that's yeah. But it, it's funny. But the fact is, I yeah, it's not going to stop. And no. <laughs> I don't want to say this out there because it's really bad. But at this stage, because Carlton's starting to show a bit of life, I'd actually hope that every team that we have to play from now on in missing half their team. <laughs> we scrape into finals and play one extra game or something. <laughs> I don't know, it'd be a whole lot. Oh, I know, we're not going to win the flag, but it'd be good to watch yeah, him play one extra like, game. It'd be like hitting a multi with an abandoned race. <laughs> we wouldn't know. Yeah. You give me the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> what happened last week, though, Russell? Anyway, move on. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, um, so anyway, let's let's yep. put on a multi this weekend. Let's 
Let's, Let's go for Richie Rich. Can we not be out in the first leg like last week, you boys? Yeah, oh, I can't guarantee anything. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look. Richie right. Rich. Richie Rich. How's, how's Adelaide and Port Adelaide on Tuesday? They were coming and they weren't and then they were. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, all right. Shit. Hmm. Okay. We're going to go for Geelong. Geelong. Why do I not have that game in my list? Sean Richards? So I'm looking at Lad Lad Brokes. Brokes, yeah. Yeah, I'm on Lad Brokes. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, down there. Yeah. Sydney. Head to head. Just head to head? Yeah, head to head. Head to head. Sydney All of them are going to be sitting head to head? Yep. Yep. Yes, then head to head. West Coast. Head to head. Carlton. Head to head. Oh, God. And we're going to leave it at that. That's a five-league multi. We are going to odds boost that just to a nice cheeky seven dollars twenty-two. I got seven forty. <laughs> no, I've been told seven twenty-two. Carlton, West Coast, Geelong, Sydney, and Essendon. Yep. Place that bet. They must like me more than you, Richo. They do. They're trying to entice you for that. Uh... Oh, no, it's a sports bet bonus. <laughs> All right. What have you got, Ashford, out of the lanch of cash? Um, <clears throat> I've got... It's going to go really simple because i just like us to hit one of these one day. And if it means getting down to one leg... Probably doesn't qualify as a multi, but we'll keep. It's a one leg multi. Okay, Um, I've got four legs. (laughs) I have got Carlton. Carlton. You've got what? Carlton. Yeah. Head to head. West Coast. Head to head. Melbourne. Head to head. Anchored with the Tigers at $3. Oh, boy. It's gone. Um, don't scoff, Richo. You scoffed last week. No, I'm scoffing. Didn't you hear me talk about the Ds? I, I'm like, you've put in a couple uh, of um, The Ds would be fine against the Bulldogs. Um, odds boost that, $12.88. <laughs> Massive underdogs. Wouldn't have had them at that price. Their record against teams that have beaten them earlier in the year have never lost twice. What, this year? That's That's the 
the record. If that's the you know. So you've never lost twice to any team in a season. Is this what you're telling me? Well, I don't. Uh, in, in this oh. current era. In the current era, and what era would that be? That's the Richmond dynasty. So you're basically saying in the last couple of years we've done well in the last half of the year which it's true you've won the flag but no but they've never a not, team a team that they've bad. lost to during the season they've never lost to them a second time oh, yeah, but so... you're using the word never there and you're a hundred year old football club so oh, we're just saying right. in the last couple of years we're about the here and now <laughs> so you oh. lost to them at the MCG by 10 <sighs> goals last time oh. and that was with us. we lost to Brisbane and we lost to Brisbane. Yeah, but you had Dusty. Come out and beat them. We had Dustin <laughs> in both those games. It didn't fucking matter, did it? Yeah, had Dustin for most of the game yesterday. I love your optimism. Uh, last week. Um, I'll give you that. Look, you gotta, you just got to stick with them. Anyway. Oh, I just hope your third league is right. Couple. I'm not worried about that. Melbourne? Ah, oh, look, yeah. you'll be fine. You... It's just about time you start cracking the lid, I think. Just start cracking the no lid. No way. Oh. <laughs> you draw to Hawthorne, you lose to GWS. Oh, Let's but... take the lid off now. Here yeah. we drew. <laughs> just... Mate, I bolted that thing on. Get it off. Like, put, come the, on. put the blue vein back in the container. Get the gin jams <laughs> on. You can't just ride this thing out to make sure you're playing finals. We know you're playing finals, so just... You'll be fine. Now you get to play finals. Now, Carlton, on the other hand. I've popped the lid off a little bit, but not so much on the team thing. I actually reckon Sammy Walsh is a smoky for the brown, though. So I put a little multi on him and um, Mackay. Him to win the brown, though, Mackay to win the Coleman. How many goals is Mackay going to kick to? What? He's not leading, is he? Yeah, he's like almost 10 in front. Oh, there you go. There that you one go. was easy. I did have him at $26 early in the year. I think I've got him at $1.80 or something now. <laughs> the most reasonable. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Bon and Pally could be hard to beat in the brown, like, couldn't he? Yeah, he's going well. But... Going pretty good. Must be some the Melbourne player. Well, Clayton Oliver is leading the coaches' votes, and Petrarca is Petrarca, and Gorn's there. They'll just take votes off each other. So, yeah, <laughs> none well, of them will win it. Problem, isn't it? When right. you got a good side, yes. good side that can't beat Hawthorne. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Mm. It doesn't matter. It's a concern. It anyway. does matter. When, when your missus goes for Hawthorne, it really does. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. You just, you just ask her. It Later in the year, you just ask so, her. So how are you going in the finals, love? <laughs> so, no, she, she honestly, she does not care about football. Um, she says she goes for Hawthorne, but she would not be able to name a player <laughs> other than Jason Dunstall. So we're good there. Dermot Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Is Dermy playing? <laughs> What about Johnny himself? Today? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, yeah, Johnny um, Platten. Actually, like, what's our what's our bet? Buddy, will Buddy get to a thousand goals this year? No, twenty to go, isn't he? 
five games to be played. He needs 20, I don't see it either. He's going to have some big games, isn't he? Yeah. I don't even know how. Oh, he, how'd he I go mean, last well, week? Actually, he's got the uh, finals he too, doesn't he? Kicked, kicked three, three or four last week. Three. Had a good, he had a good game last week. They're just not kicking scores. Like I suppose you know, you know, you'd have to play. I could see him averaging two and a half a game. Yeah, I'm saying that Jack kicked six last week. Yeah, but that's an average. So he's going to have games where he doesn't kick any. Yeah, I just don't. I, yeah, you know, I'd be happy to see it, but I just don't. I don't mm. see it. In the modern era, do we will we ever see? Are we ever going to see a forward kick a thousand again? Do you think? Yeah. The game changes. But does it change enough for someone to be kicking six and eight goals a week? And you know. Yeah, I think it will. They're more mobile. They're more. Hmm. More mid forward mids like. I'm, um, I'm probably more hopeful than I am confident, but I yeah I hope so. But, um, it's a pretty good effort still. Oh, oh bloody hell. It is. A thousand goals. Amazing. I was there at the game when he kicked his 100th the year he won the Coleman. And, um, and then they triple teamed Pep. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I didn't run on the ground then. Franklin kicked his 100th. I was going to, but then I said, nah, I'll wait for Febs. <laughs> it just never came. It was so disappointing. That uh, was so dirty, though. It was a bit shit, but I don't know. Anyway, saved, um, yeah, no. Save the limelight for Franklin. I don't know. I don't know. Not losing any sleep over it. Alrighty. I think it's time, fellas. It's definitely time. Is it? For the world's <laughs> favourite podcast segment. Oh, great. Ash through the years. The co-executive producer sends through. And uh, am I ready? Am I good Not to go? Uh, you're good now. So... In celebration of stuffing the multi, just uh... oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> that's gold. That's so good. Uh, we've that's got, so uh, good. Oh, we've got little what's Rusty. his name? We know, he loves, we know he loves horses, and he's sitting on a rocky horse. He's he look not looking very impressed, uh, I must say. Got the turned up jeans, looking pretty special. <laughs> Turtleneck. Got the skivvy on. Red skivvy. Love it. Wiggle. My parents are going to die. The Beatles haircut. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Looking special. It's so good. What, what, what was the name of that uh, that that one? Uh, stuff to find out. I don't even remember it. <laughs> I don't even know where that is. I No. Nah. Ash, Ash oh, has far so better memories good. of his childhood than I do of mine. That's <laughs> like, so no good. idea. Well, look, I didn't deliberately block out my childhood, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, 
Yeah, for me. Yeah, but anyway, for... uh, moving on. on, moving on, moving on. Oh, moving on. Yeah. Let's uh, let's have a look. There That's, is another one. Another one. That's that is good. I like it. Here we are. This one's kind of creepy. Uh, I've got to say that uh, because Ash is having a snooze, and he's only a kid. He's in his pajamas. He's in bed. It's not like he's fallen asleep somewhere funny. He's in bed, uh, <laughs> and someone's just gone. That's a good photo. A couple of things that, like, geez, loves the horses, doesn't he? Oh the yeah, the wallpaper, the, the horse bed sheets. Yeah. Uh, it's oh, it's yeah, just shit. everywhere. He's got a heat lamp on him. I, don't I was going to say he's tanning. Like, what's going on there? <laughs> Getting some colour. Have you copped a shiner there, Ash? It's um, or is that just a smudge? It looks like there's something under your eye. Like... I, I think it might just be a smudge yeah. on the photo. This... This wasn't when you got knocked out by your brother by, with a baseball bat, was it? No, no, I was younger than that. I was younger than that. But, uh, yeah, just looking relaxed. Uh, clearly, the gremlins have come in because they've disconnected your digital clock there. There's no time on that. Um, Is that the excuse you still no. use when you're late for work or what? Yeah, paradox. What? What? It looks like a, like a leather little pouch on top of it. Yeah, I'm looking at that too. Yeah, Let's see on there. there. There is a leather little uh, pouch. Say it's a pocket knife pouch. Pocket knife, right? No knife. It looks like someone coming and taking That's the knife. Freaky, isn't it? <laughs> the pouch is there. You're asleep, and there's no knife. <laughs> no knife. Oh no! It's probably That's tucked weird. under his pillow as protection for me. <laughs> in case someone takes a photo of me while I'm sleeping. <laughs> so how odd would we be there, Ash? I mean, obviously, oh. you, you won't remember the photo being taken. You're asleep. <laughs> Hard what to say. 28, 29? I was thinking that. Um... <laughs> Just after he broke the toilet. <laughs> and actually... I don't think I'd... Don't you're, think I'd oh. you're falling asleep reading a book. Yeah. Look at you go. Now oh. I get why the light's on. He's just pretending just reading, to be asleep. <laughs> just reading the Bible. Oh. The Bible. It's a pretty thick book by the looks of it. It is. It is. So there we go. Astro, do you say how old do we reckon? Like Maybe maybe nine or ten. Oh, I'm not not totally sure on that one. Yeah. Looking peaceful anyway. Hopefully you sleep that one tonight. Addy goes to sleep the exact same way. Are you missing what, a... with a pocket knife out of the pouch? <laughs> yeah. Were you missing a tooth or was that just a gap? No, it would have been a gap. I had a pretty significant gap in my front teeth. There we go. Ash through the years with a little little bit of rusty on a rocking horse. Yeah. My parents are going to die, dude. It gets better and better. Stay out of well, I don't shit. know who gave your parents my email address. It's very weird. And unfortunately, there's plenty more where that came from. So, <laughs> could be an interesting few weeks. Uh, loving it. <laughs> I'll start hitting the Get fucked. I did that last week and it didn't help me. 
Actually, it did help me. There was no uh, photo of me last week. It was only you. That's right. That's right. Uh, I'll find one of me one day. Surprise you all. Oh, that would be good. You know, hair and stuff. Hawthorne jumper. I don't think I'll be in a Hawthorne jumper. Maybe. Getting your right uh, cheese, getting your cheese knife out of your uh, knife pouch. <laughs> yeah. my, my first cheese knife. My first, my first uh, brie at the footy. That's a it's a rite of passage <laughs> for Melbourne supporters. Oh, I'll tell you what. My first ski on, at the slopes. On your, on your Ritz crackers. Uh, too good. Too good. All right, what are we looking forward oh, to this weekend? Um, Anything? More lockdown. I'm looking forward yeah. to more lockdown. Um, so obviously the Molden, the Molden Golf Tournament Cup didn't go ahead. No, no. So, um, yeah, it looks like there's a little bit of a push to incorporate something with the Jack Long Memorial. In September. Cool. It's a free weekend on the district calendar. There's nothing else on. So, um, yeah, we're looking at uh, whether it be three days or just the two. I think probably two, but, yeah, there's a few um, few irons in the fire at the moment, just working it out. So hopefully we can incorporate something. Lovely. Good time of the year, September, on on the uh, the Royal and Ancient Links of Melbourne. Yeah, when you best, want to play it, best time to play, yeah, yeah. Yep. Those uh, those sand scrapes just never crisper. <laughs> and in September, perfect. perfect. Um, I something I didn't mention earlier, and did you see that, boys? Did anyone see the um, damage to the Trentham Golf Club? Oh, I did actually. No, what happened? Well, in the big storms that went through, they were in that in the, one of the worst hit areas there because um, they're sort of in around the Lurdaderg State Forest. Um, anyway, they had about I think seventy five big gum trees yeah. uh, fall Shit. down all over the course, <clears throat> and uh, they um, it was a while before they could get in because everyone was trying to clean up their own backyards but uh, they've got in with some help from uh, some superintendents from uh, Royal Melbourne Kingston Heath Commonwealth um, and some volunteers um, got up there and uh, and helped them clean it all up uh, and they reckon they're about two weeks off being able to play again so good luck to them um, it's a, you know what I think Trentham would be a great little track for a slipper has to be, has to be. It's an amazing course this time of year. It's a little, oh, it might be a little bit wet this time of year, freezing cold. But summer, yeah. they don't have water for their fairways, or they might have it now. I don't know. It's been a while. I think they do now, but uh, it used to go I, I, crisp and hard in summer. But winter was a, it's an, it's a really good course. Not real long or anything, but yeah. challenging and yeah. So I think um, a little bit later in the year, post uh, post lockdown eight, um, that <laughs> will um, probably give that one a bit of a run. I reckon. I like it. Just uh, the, the three of us will play a slipper. I like. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, we can find someone to take the fourth spot. Um, yeah, it'd be fun. 
Dolphin, if you're out there, just text us. Let us know you're yeah, still keen for this. Yeah, reach out. Reach out, mate. Are you okay? <laughs> Hashtag. He did send through a TikTok the other day, didn't he? Got his, he did. Got his talk on? He, he did. I don't know what he's doing on TikTok. He is. <laughs> yeah. A little bit creepy, but... Uh... He's not a 16-year-old girl, but... You know. <laughs> yeah, look, there's all sorts of weirdos on TikTok, so... So, watch that doesn't surprise you, Dolphins, on that. <laughs> no, that's not actually what I was getting at. But, uh... You and your other mates on TikTok, guys. I don't know what's going on. How do you know this weirdo's on TikTok? Uh, yeah. I have. I, it's a just like Grinder when he's like, "Oh, there's weird people yeah. on Grinder." It's a couple couple of people in this house that uh, have a a bit of a thing watching TikTok. Oh God! I'd mm. ban a kid. They also old. watch. Love Island and Farmer Wants a Wife, oh, but God. anyway, enough said. Enough said. What about you, boys? What are you looking forward to apart from getting out of lockdown? It's this weekend, yeah. Um, yeah, just the same. I don't know. We'll wake up, read the paper. Just wait till bedtime. Really, it's it's my day. <laughs> it's Groundhog Day, isn't it? It is a little bit. It is a little bit. No, but, uh, yeah, just get the kids out and do, actually do some fun stuff. But, uh, yeah, he's a little bit same, same. Wish I could say I was looking forward to the footy, but these are the kind of bloody games that Carlton lose. You embarrass the shit out of me. So I'm not doing that. Just racing. Got to make the most of it before it stops for a week. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I noticed they didn't. Um, they made sure we never didn't have a Metropolitan Saturday off, though. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, um, yeah. Apart from that, boys. On that, just, yeah. Racing on Saturday is there's an absolute belter of a race. Race four on Saturday at Caulfield. Is a benchmark 90. I reckon it's for Phillies. Whoa. Miss Albania is the favourite. You've got La Mexicana, absolute flirt. Alana Kelly's got right on that. Calcani Royale, Propel, Plaquette. Beatrix. And Beatrix down the bottom, that's right. Interesting, there's a few um, Oakford fold-down horses running on Caulfield on a Saturday. Beautiful. Um, let's let's get Be- on to them. Beatrix is one. Beatrix, you've got, if it changes. Um, what was the other one I saw? Uh, Barrington Manor? Barrington Manor. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. It, it, sorry, no. It's not an Oakford Fault horse, but it's from the Tiffany's Best line. Uh, it's race yeah. six. And in the seventh, I think it is, Duke of New Orleans. Oh, that's interesting, um, Duke of New Orleans. So um, he won impressively last start. Um, the rumour is that they were offered a sizable sum of money for a second time after that win. 
um, which surprised me a little bit because he's had a few starts now. But um, his first up run, they put blinkers on him and he over raced horribly and went too hard and wasn't uh, definitely wasn't probably the the way to go. Um, and his win the other day, whether he whether he missed the start or he just came back under the riding. Um, he finished off like a really good horse the other day. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting moving forward whether he finds a new overseas home. I was a bit shattered I missed his last start because I saw his jump out before that and he was enormous. And I thought, I'll get on that. <laughs> and I missed it. Where did they take him? Sale, yeah, I wasn't really looking at the sale that day, and then I saw the result, and he he won real well. So I actually noticed uh, the horse there, number six. You don't have um, horses with uh, Simon Ryan at all, do you, Ash? I'll tell you what, if that's not an omen bet, horse is called Ashford Street. <laughs> I saw it run last time. It definitely come fourth, not first. It won last yeah. time out, and I missed it. Oh, no, I didn't miss it. I didn't back it because I thought, no, nah, that's not going to win. But it can't be going again. Surely. It won on the 19th of July. Oh, shit. Monday? Maybe they will back it up. I don't know. It's won its last two. Going pretty good. Geez, oh. uh, Kelly's got a good book of rides on uh, on Saturday. Yeah, Bletchingly is on as well. That'd be a good race. She must be doing something right if she's on uh, got the ride on Zoo Dancer for Zoo Dancer, yeah. Team Corsons. You can't argue with the results she's putting up. Like, just she's riding really well, doing exceptionally well. Taught her everything she knows. Yeah, just what we do. Pumping your own tyres up again. Um, Someone's got it. I actually hadn't got around to the rest of the races. I saw Caulfield and I was taken. It took me a while to get through it. Yeah, good car to racing. We'll look forward to stuffing the... I mean, hitting the multi. Um, I think, look, let's go for the podcast trifecta. You bikes all hit, I'll stuff it this week. <laughs> right, okay. I hope not. I just hope we hit it. Let's make it a try. I, Come on. I just I just think you'll try you'll try and um, try and stuff it and manage to hit. That's that's what you're gonna do. I'll I'll put in like a a 70 to 1 thing trying to stuff it. <laughs> it'll come it, through with it. It'll shot. win. It'll win. <laughs> hey, if I can fat thumb us a victory, I'm I'm all for that. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, oh boy. Let me just have a look at this quickly. We need to hurry up. The listeners will miss out, Russell. Yeah. Oh, um, Russell. Oh boy, oh boy. Nah, it might be a stretch. Pike in the, the eighth. Pike in the eighth at Belmont. I, I like it. Montalena. Pike in the... There you have it. Pike in the eighth at Belmont. We better wrap up. 
uh, give us a follow at Fourth Mob First on Twitter. We will uh, drop the the multi. You've got Ashford's Avalanche of Cash, Richo's Riches. We'll put up the bragging rights, and I'd, I'd just follow Forty because he's uh, he's on a purple patch. Uh, fellas, always a pleasure. Always. And stay if safe. Any, if any listeners see the dolphin out on his daily <laughs> exercise, take a snapshot and send it to us because we don't know where he is. <laughs> Yeah. We want proof of life. A little bit of dolphin hunting. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, send you a, we'll send you a, a, a free t shirt if you send us a snap of the dolphin. Yeah, we'll send you one of our. Uh, coming, coming back really well on the inside. <laughs> Maybe Loremus just from under the eyeball.